Black joy and bootstraps Podcast that you really need Helping my black community Good vibes, good energy Black joy and bootstraps Top financial literacy Love and education Wanna see my people elevated yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Black Joy and Bootstraps. I am your host, Felicia Jimenez, and I am on today with Janae Trailer. Miss Trailer, can you say hey for the folks? Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Felicia, for having me. I really appreciate it. Girl, I'm so excited to have you. So listen, y'all, today um, we are talking about something that is super near and dear to my heart. It is life insurance. And we got to get into it because, oh, y'all, I, listen, I got so much to say. So I'm just going to start out asking questions. Miss Trailer, can you tell <laughs> us, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into insurance? For sure. For sure. So I actually got into this industry completely by accident. If you would have asked me, you know, seven, eight years ago, where would you be right now? I would have been doing something totally different. But um, I used to be a teacher and a volleyball coach um, yeah. in the DFW area. Yeah, and so I, you know, have no background in this industry at all, but I actually was approached by someone, um, an old friend of mine reached out and, you know, asked me what I was doing, if I was going to be teaching forever, and I definitely said no. I was looking for something different, and um, mm-hmm. so I got into this industry just to make money part-time. That was simply it. I wanted to make extra income part-time, but I grew a love for, you know, what we do, and I didn't even realize, like we were kind of talking earlier, um, I didn't realize how important this industry was right. to my people, to our community. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I've been here now for about six years and I don't see myself going anywhere for a very long time. So still teaching, I feel like I'm just teaching something, something totally different. That's a little bit more important than what I was doing as a <laughs> in the school system. Girl. So what were you teaching before? Just, just curious. Girl, I was a volleyball coach. That's why I got into teaching. But I was teaching PE, so. Cool. No, listen. When I tell you I'm so jealous of these PE teachers right now, because, baby, during COVID, (laughs) I was like, what y'all really teaching right now? Because I know y'all just sitting out there chilling. But that's a a whole other topic. Literally. Literally. I'm probably doing probably Zoom and uh, stretching on Zoom. I'm not sure. That probably is the more. I was actually a very, I did not like teaching PE at all. I'd rather teach, you know, in the part of the actual classroom. But, yeah. Listen, volleyball is my favorite sport to actually play. We're going to talk about that later. But so I am so excited to learn everything that I possibly can today. And I hope the listeners um, learn a lot about life insurance, because if you listen to my intro to this episode, guys, um, then you heard how insurance changed my life and my outlook and, you know, my mother having insurance and all of that. So here's the thing. Actually, let's start with the very basics. Janae, what is life insurance? What is it? Life insurance is simply a security blanket. It's something that you pray to God you don't have to use um, for the main benefit of it, but you want to have it just in case you need it. Um, And that's the main for it's just something that is simply there for you just in case you pass away. But it has so many more benefits that we'll get into as well. Not just a death benefit, but it's the main purpose. It's security blanket to make sure if you pass away, your family does not have to cry twice. They cry once because you're gone. They don't have to cry twice because you passed away. They have no way to take care of it. Right, right. So when we're looking at this, right, it's, and here's the thing, it's inevitable. We're all going to die. Like, but I feel like life insurance and wills is something that is so taboo in our community to talk about. Do you feel that way? Like you're in the insurance industry. So tell mm-hmm. me if I'm off with that. Like, is that the, kind of the feeling that you get as well? No, yeah, it is. 
in the beginning, it was more than anything because of one of those conversations, you don't know when to bring it up or how to bring it up because for number one, you don't know who's dealt with it on the negative side right. where they didn't have it. Um, you don't know who's dealt with it where maybe it was an older company that didn't pay out. So there's some mm-hmm. negative connotations sometimes with insurance where people just honestly need to just be able to have an educated conversation to completely negate the misconceptions so they right. understand really what it is and how it can actually benefit them in mm-hmm. a crazy way. But it's not just the Black community. You'd be surprised. It's sometimes uh, the Hispanic community or a Nigerian community. A lot of different people have different connotations when you say the word life insurance. Right. Um, and and so I believe it's that. very taboo, yeah, depending on, depending on where you are. Yeah. And it's it's also uncomfortable. Like people just I mean, it's super taboo because it's just uncomfortable for people like we don't want to acknowledge the fact that one day we're not going to be on this earth. Right. Like, right. I mean, right. we all know we're not invincible. Right. But at the same time, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, shit. We got we, we can't talk about that. Right. Um, right. So here's here's a question for you. Why? Actually, let me just say this. If you could give one reason to everybody why they should have life insurance. Um, what would that one reason be? Oh my gosh. So I look at today, I look at, I look at everything going on, going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. I look at the social injustice. I look at mm-hmm. Facebook, people complaining on Facebook all the time. Come on. I look at people, <laughs> I look at people not really having a resolve for the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Life insurance is not just something that you, you know, you pass on to your phone when you pass away. It's something that can absolutely create generational wealth mm-hmm. so that the economic power that we absolutely need in this world today mm-hmm. is there and it's present with money. Like we're not just talking to talk and just blowing smoke and then you know we're kind of like, oh, I want to, I want to go vote and then that's it. And I want to go. No, no, you actually put your money somewhere to right. actually create change in your community. That's probably one of the biggest reasons right now. But also number number two would be. Whenever someone in our community passes away, typically you go to two different, three different places. You go to GoFundMe. Yep. You go to um, you go to church. You go mm-hmm. ask for extra, you know, whatever at church, or you go to your family and you do like a fish fry or whatever. Yep. Tie dye shirt. Yeah. And I told my, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, if I pass away, y'all have me on a tie dye shirt. I'm gonna come back and talk everybody. Like, Listen, we, we everybody <laughs> finna catch hands. Everybody, <laughs> y'all are catching all the hands. <laughs> If y'all put me, I refuse. Listen, don't put me in no clouds. Don't put me on no tie-dye. Like, stop playing with me. Like, don't do it. Like, oh my that gosh. That's true. I'm like, that's not how I want to go out. And mm-hmm. so I would say it's something that just allows people to breathe differently. I mean, we don't talk about the, the things that, that really affect. I mean, there's mental health. People yeah. are suffering all the time. I and mean, a lot of times people pass away and you're depressed. Because you have to go back to work. Right. Because you have to make money. Right. It's just so many different ways it can it can really positively impact our community if we're taking care of it the right way. And you know, I, I have to um, add on to that because just today I was talking with a dear coworker of mine who has experienced quite a bit of loss this year and is just in like a state of oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like that state where you you've lost so much and so many people that you're kinda like another one you know what I mean like oh my gosh and so and we were as we were talking about it today I said we don't even have um like is it like federal bereavement like we don't have time where we can take off like not every company or business or association has to opt into that you know what I'm saying so on top of financial issues we're like damn we still got to go back to work like come Monday come Tuesday whatever day it is we still have to go to work the next day because we're not given I mean we got to take those that time out of our personal time or you know if you have that so you are absolutely correct and 
And to be able to have that cushion is something beautiful, you know? Right, right. Um, so, 100% agree. Yeah, so, okay. What is, why do you think we don't have it? Like, I know you said, like, it's a little taboo to talk about, like, but what are some contributing factors as to why we just, as Black folks, or, or let me just say this too, is that a myth? Like, have I played into the myth and the stereotype that we believe Black folks don't have insurance? Is there truth to that or... Like, is it, what do you, you know, think? It, it is. You you see a lot of people put emphasis on other things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the person that's ignorant and they're not trying to figure out information. Yeah. And sometimes it's, they're not ignorant. They simply, not to a negative effect, they just simply have no idea. Yeah. And so there's two different sides to it. I've seen people, you know, I, I mean, I've been to the homes of people before COVID where, you know, we do client appointments at the house and, I have seen people, you know, oh, you know what? I want to make sure my son has, you know, the best Christmas. We're going to wait off on life insurance right now. we got to make mm-hmm. sure he's the present taken care of. I'm like, well, hey, look, wait a minute. You're putting more emphasis on the pair of doors right. than insurance. Right. And so sometimes it's a perspective thing of, you know, hey, look, if you pass away tomorrow with all due respect, you know, Mr. Mr. So-and-so, um, do you think your kid would value these shoes more or the college education and being right. able to put clothes on their back? And so sometimes it's just more so perspective of everything. And Mm -hmm. once they figure that part out, and sometimes you have to, you got to lay it flat and say, hey, look, you you got all the insurance in the world. You have health insurance. You have car insurance. You have homeowners and riches insurance. And typically the reason people get insurance is because out of fear, if you don't have it, you'll get in trouble. Mm -hmm. You'll get charged. Mm -hmm. You get some type of ticket. Life insurance is that one insurance we know we're going to need, but there's no emphasis on fear of it because there's no trouble. There's no ticket for no life insurance. Right. And, and also, so you're not the one that's going to... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was also saying, and also, when you're dead, when you need it, you're like, we're not going to have to... You don't have to worry about it anymore, right? Like, right. If, right. it's right. that one insurance, too. Like, if I go out, if I, if I don't have insurance on my car and I get in a wreck, that's on me. Right. If I get right. sick and I need to go to the hospital, that insurance is on me. But when I die, that insurance falls to someone else like that. Right. Those expenses, my funeral expenses, all of that. And so that should even give us more reason. Right. To say, yo, like, I, I really feel like this is something that I need because you I should know that. that it, yeah. And and I appreciate you saying like those three ways that we usually reach out after um, after someone passes, because. Uh, and again, if you guys listen to the intro to this, uh, episode, then you'll hear me say this, but I am not comparing the two, um, as far as, oh, I can't believe this person did this, but my biological father passed last year and it was like, it was a little embarrassing because I had to share a GoFundMe. You know what I mean? Like Uh it was that like, Uh and he was a veteran on top of that, which is a whole other issue that I have a problem with. Like why don't you just pay? Oh, but not even, you know, whatever. But, you know, I was just, it was disheartening. And then when my mother passed away and my my mom had insurance on insurance on insurance, you know what I'm saying? Like stacks on stacks. and was like, oh, hey, right. yeah. And so it was like night and day and not just that, but it really, just like you said, oh my gosh, like I cannot stress this enough for people that are listening. When you have insurance, you're like, nothing is going to bring back the fact that your your loved one is gone. I need that to right. be understood. That's right. just a logical, duh moment, right? But there are things that ease the stress of that. And that's what I need to be. I need that to be understood because nothing was going to bring my mother back. Nothing is going to bring my dad, my stepdad, right? My dad's wife back. Like nothing's going to do that. 
But being able to sit in the funeral home and make arrangements and then we just say, they're like, okay, how are you going to pay for this? And we say, well, she had insurance. And they say, oh, say less. And that's it. There's no right. other discussion. You right. know what I'm saying? They look up the policies. They see how much, you know, it was going to be. We look, we're look. we looking at the prices for everything else now, a casket, a this, a that. You know what I mean? But right. there was no you stress. You don't have penny pinch every time. No. Yeah, correct. And that blew me away because I was like, wow, like, again, I said this in the intro, even in death, my mom was getting shit done. She took care of business. Right. Like, that's just who she was on earth. And I'm like, that's who this woman is in heaven. She probably directing stuff right now. I love it. Just direct. Y'all, put them chairs over there in heaven. I already know that's what she's yeah. doing right now. Like, this this birthday party is for Jesus. Put them chairs over there to the left. I'm like, right. I love it. oh I love my it. gosh, this woman. So, I, and I completely get that. So, um, what's the what is the number one excuse? I know that you kind of said it a little bit. So you feel like people just kind of put off insurance because they're like, oh, we've got we've got these other expenses. Do you feel like that's kind of the number one reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a big reason right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I always say this, you know, um, given the history of black folks in this nation, what has happened to us, how just how everything plays out. When we couldn't own anything, when we couldn't be ourselves, the one thing that, um, you know, our ancestors taught was that we got to look good, right? We have to look good because that is a way that you have dignity and that you have pride and you can show people that you have honor in who you are. So when people say today, and just like you said, like, this is not me knocking you. This is me absolutely agreeing. So when people say, I'm going to get Jordans, we have to understand too, that that comes from 400 years of understanding that if we, we may not have, we may not be able to own property. We may not be able to go to their schools. We may not be able to do this, but if we can just look the part, then maybe they will see us as something different. And so now we're still dealing with those effects 400 years later, but we also have to learn right. how to get out of that mentality because baby, what we learning in the news is that they going to see us however they want, period. Right? Like 100%. if we right. were in a hoodie right. or if we were in a suit, they going to see us the same way. If we were in Jordans or some Payless, baby, Payless ain't even around no more. RIP Payless. But, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. They gone, boo. They gone bye-bye. But um, you know, it doesn't matter how we dress anymore. So we really have to start securing the bag as the kids say for our kids, right? Like we got to look out and right. say, yo, if I'm not here and I'm going to tell you right now, because y'all know on my, on my podcast, I'm super transparent right now for myself and my husband. If either one of us pass away, we have life insurance, $400,000 policies that will go to my daughter uh-huh. as a beneficiary, right? Who is five years old. Uh, so we're not just leaving her high and dry. We even have insurance on my daughter. Do you know how sad that is to think about? Yeah. I mean, that's that's something you never even want to think about. But I'm like, right. Yeah. Like, and so that's sad. So that brings that's me sad. to yeah. to my next question. How do we know, Janae, like how much insurance we should get? Like what? What? How do we know that? I know you're going to be like, look, this is what I do. <laughs> that's a great question. So we do something a lot of times. We make it very simple for a consumer or someone looking around. Uh, we do something called a dime, that's mm-hmm. D-I-M-E, and we want to we want to put into factor, you know, we want to factor in how much debt does this person have, how much are they going to leave behind to their loved ones if something were to happen to them, where they'd be accumulating that debt. Now, some de- debt won't go back to your family, but a lot of it does. Um, I have income, especially if you have, you know, young children or you are a breadwinner of your household, if your income is gone. You want to factor in, if you make 50 grand a year, you want to factor in how many years right. do you want to make sure that income is gone to your kids besides without it there anymore. Mm. And so if your kids are two, 
we want to put into a plan, a plan in place to make sure at least until they're 18 mm-hmm. that they have some type of insurance, you know, in place to supplement that if it's mom or dad is gone. Um, M stands for mortgage. If there's a mortgage payment left, you don't have, you know, insurance on your home that will, because a lot of people, you know, when they get a home, they'll, they'll pay that off. Just They'll get insurance to pay it off if they pass away, but sometimes you don't. And so if you have a mortgage that'll be left behind, is that, is that covered as well? And the last one is e-education. Um, you want to factor in, you know, is, is sending your kids to college important for you? Um, and if so, what's that going to cost at, at, you know, in 10 years, in 15 years, whenever they're going to college? And so we factor all those things in, and that's kind of where, you know, term insurance is very beneficial when insurance, the need for it is very high because term is very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can also do permanent as well. There's different types of insurance. A lot of people get confused on what to get because mm-hmm. there's some people that say, you know, buy a term and that's the difference. Some people say, no, only, only permanent. Some people say term sucks. You know, some people say permanent sucks. I sell all of it because there is no one size fits all for mm-hmm. families. And so depending on what they're looking for, that's what we do for, for people kind of see what they're looking for. How much do you need? What's your budget? Well, we'll see what we can make happen for you. Girl, that is my next question. But before I do, let me recap. Cause I got to like, make sure that I got this right. Cause Ooh, y'all be teaching me some stuff on this podcast. Do you hear me? <laughs> so you said y'all factor in dime. Uh, four things. D-I-M-E. The first one was debt. So how much debt that you are going to leave someone if you pass away. Correct? Correct. Okay. You you can tell this is the teacher correct. in me. I'm like, let's scaffold this. Okay. So <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, income. So what it is that you make a year and then see if you can give some cushion for a few years with the people that will be the beneficiaries of that policy. Correct. Okay. Correct. Listen, I'm a whole student. I'm always going to be a student. Um, M was mortgage. So if you have a house in your name or, I mean, I would also say, I don't know if this counts, but also if you have an apartment or anything, those expenses, right? Like if you are the breadwinner, yeah, like so mortgage, but also like any rent, anything that you can like get that person, your beneficiary ahead. And then E was education. So what it's going to cost to send your children to college not so okay. not your own student Correct. loans right so if i have student loans right now they die with me right they should die with you okay they should have died without me a long time ago <laughs> but we're not even going <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. It just pisses me off even thinking about it. I'm like, damn right. loans. Oh, anyway, I'm like, okay, Bernie just, you know what? I'm done. Let's not get too political right now. Right. But yes, I please. Okay, so dime. So you're right. I mean, that is kind of confusing. So let's go into those different kind of insurances um, for life. You mentioned one that I didn't even, I don't think I'd ever heard before. So I know regular life insurance, term insurance. And then you said one, I think, did it have an M? What was it? Um, so I just said term, term and permanent. Oh, term and permanent. Okay, sorry. So tell yeah. me, tell me the difference, and because you said there's no one size fits all. So tell me what you got. Like, what is what does that even mean? Because yeah. I don't even know which so one I have. Different type. <laughs> I'll tell you this: if it's inexpensive, it's probably term. If it's more expensive, it's probably permanent. Okay. Um, and the reason there's there's so many different types. I've had clients that say, you know what, I really do not want any permanent insurance. I want to put my money somewhere else where grow, you know, grow as, as an investment in like an IRA, go to mutual funds, stocks and bonds, whatever it is. I have some clients that say, you know what, I want life insurance, but I want it to be built into a policy that's gonna also grow cash value in the future. I can pull from and borrow from it in the future. So many different wait, people out there. Wait. So the term Wait. <laughs> Cause you are I'm like, wait. A- <laughs> You mean like there are life insurance policies that's like a 401k or something? 
There, so if you type into Google, any listener that's listening, type into Google L I R P. It just stands for Life Insurance Retirement Plan. Okay. Type it in and have a blast. That literally is life insurance, and it's it's inclusive of a savings portion as well. Okay. Depending on how it's funded, it has to be funded properly. I've come across some horribly set up term policies. I've come across some horribly set up permanent policies where people are not funding them the right way where it actually will make sense for the consumer long term. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of stuff that, that that I look at. But the difference is term is no cash value. Term is very, very I always explain to make it very, very layman's term. Please. Term is <laughs> I know, right? Term <laughs> is if you pass away, family gets money. If you don't pass away, you could outlive that policy, but it's like you're renting it. So it's like you're renting your own apartment. Mm. Typically People don't want to rent forever. Mm-hmm. You're renting for the time being and for that for that necessary need. And so for my for myself, I'll tell you, like you said, I'm very transparent. I pay twenty seven dollars a month for okay. a term policy, and it's a half a million dollars of coverage. Okay. So just to be transparent with my people too, I think we pay 60 something dollars, like 67. That's me, my husband and my daughter. So that's three of us. So that's about right. Right. Because yeah, you, I mean, so you definitely, you definitely will have a firm policy. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, and I, that's again, $400,000 worth of coverage. So love it. Okay. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome for your daughter, for your husband, for, you know, whatever happens. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And the reason I love term is because the, the different benefits, like for me, for example, just to break it down to someone that's listening, if I have a term policy, I'm 31 years old. I have no children. I am not married. If someone says, why do you have so much insurance? Well, eventually I will. If I wait until I'm married or wait till I have children. And let's just say 20 years down the line, my kids are growing, getting older. It's sick. Mm-hmm. If I wait to get insurance when I'm 50, it's going to be so much more expensive than it is now. Ah. So can you lock in your rate? You can lock in your rate if you get it at a a younger age. And so the only way you can lock it in forever is if you get a permanent policy. But a term policy, I love term. Don't get me wrong, I love term. But it's going to expire in 30 years. Mm -hmm. So if I have nothing permanent and I'm still living at 60, where is my insurance? Gotcha. Yo, my mouth is like dropped right now. Like I need like I hate that we're not live because like my mouth is like dropped right now. I'm like, yo, Janae just put me awesome stuff right now. Like, okay, so so term policy because uh, y'all know. Listen, this is the teacher in me. Jesus, oh my gosh. So okay, I'm a teacher too. So I'm speaking the same language. I know. So I'm like, let me recap. Let me make sure I got it down. So term is fairly inexpensive, but it's only for a certain amount of time. Correct. So it's like a 30 Correct. year policy. So for that time, yeah, is it going to, okay. So is it going to go up or down at any point or is it, we, we're locked in on, on that one as well? So if you wait 30 years to get it again, it's going to be exponentially more expensive. Okay. But if I like renew it right now, so basically it's like a renewal, is that what you mean? Yeah, you'd have to, so you'd have to renew it, but like, let's say for right now, you are, you I'm know, 33, by paying, the way. Actually, 33, 33 perfect. so you're 33 you're young as well and women sorry fellas listening women are always less expensive than fellas mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. because we're less we're less risky okay we're a little bit smarter okay right amen but, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and preach on here today but, um, let's take them to church right your rate should never go up so there are some companies that have you know increasing time where you look at the policy um, there are some companies out there that do increase every, if, I, if anyone's listening, if you have insurance, please go look at your policy and just give yourself a, all your own tune up. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I always say this. People always get a car tune up. They don't ever tune up their finances. Yeah. Go and look and see. Does my policy increase over time? It might increase, but term should not increase. I've never, you know, done a term policy where, you know, before it expires, it increases in price. It should always be locked in. So I will never pay from when I got my policy at 29, $27 a month. That will never increase ever. And it will expire when I'm 55. Okay. Okay, so that's good to know. And then permanent, you said it's a little more expensive, but yes, it, this a little is, bit more expensive. And we pay for it, so it's a little bit more expensive. But does it also stay the same? Great question. Yes, it should be. Now with permanent, you can you can essentially. This is the one I call this like you're owning a house mm-hmm. because you have more flexibility with it. I mean, like you're like you rent versus oh, why do you want to own a house versus rent? You can knock down the wall. Exactly. You, want, you get equity. There's so many more benefits to permanent. It is. Um, now, with permanent, though, it is more expensive. Why? It's going to last forever. It's building, you know, built-in cash value bucket as well. If you're using it properly, I, I always disclose that. So you got it. Someone can't be like, oh, my budget's 25 bucks a month. Okay, that's great. It's not going to grow. You can sell a permanent policy, but you're not going to be expected to be able to retire from that. Okay. Um, but it's something where, you know, you're able to put money in monthly. Your, your money is growing with interest. If you passed away, the life insurance that you have, depending on the permanent policy you have, if you have cash value growing and life insurance, both of those buckets go to your beneficiary. So nothing's left to Uncle Sam because why? Every dollar you put into life insurance is after tax. Okay. So and you never pay taxes on that kind of, you know, on insurance because, you know, it's after tax dollars. Okay. Okay. So... With that, so we got life down, we got permanent down. Can you tell me, because sometimes, like, I've heard these horror stories where people's insurance didn't pay out. Like, can you can you speak to that? I mean, I know it's just like any other insurance, right? Like, so for how many years? I think when I was between the ages of 19 to 21, um, I was an insurance agent. Uh, but I did car insurance, so auto insurance. Okay. Uh, and so I know I had to take like the life insurance test and the auto, but I never dealt with life at all. Gotcha. Um, okay. So it was like life, homeowners, and auto, but I never like had to deal with the the life policy. So right. it's actually surprising to me right now because I was in insurance for that amount of time and how that knowledge has stayed with me. But I my life insurance knowledge is very like I mean it's like. There's almost none of none there. <laughs> like there's right, almost zero right. knowledge there. So I mean, I just know <laughs> okay. what I do know is how the procedure went when my mom passed, and that put me on game. You know what I mean? And right, so again, right. I keep telling y'all this because I need y'all to feel my passion for this. So when I start selling insurance on Facebook, don't say nothing to me. Just know, <laughs> unless it's about a policy, <laughs> because it literally is something that I saw change our lives instantly and I couldn't do anything but say glory to God to my mom because like I was just like mom like how the hell are you still doing this my dad I'm looking at my dad who was distraught and devastated and still is every day you know what I'm saying like we're a year and a half out and my dad is still but but he didn't have to worry about that aspect of it. And so right. I saw what totally it did different. firsthand. So when y'all say, damn, Felicia, really passionate? Yes, I am. Because I saw how no, it's set up. And, there's, yeah. and my entire podcast, y'all, the like everything that we've done thus far is giving um, information to my community, to the Black community, because we got to fill in some gaps, yo. Like, we are sitting right. here, and we have all these people around us, and I need them to put us on game. Like, I, anyway, I was just floored and I was amazed at how 
people like white folks been doing this forever. Like I can't even cap on it. Like white folks been doing this forever. They've known no, about for life real. insurance. For Yo, when you watch the ID channel, investigation discovery, y'all don't act like y'all don't watch it. Cause you do. So when you watch them CSI <laughs> shows or all these other shows and you're like, yo, black people are sitting there and we're watching it. Like, why are y'all killing folks for life insurance money? Couldn't be us. But I, I understood once I got the money. Now, listen, I ain't got no desire to kill nobody for some life insurance money. I don't, I need that to be understood too. Right. But when you've seen it, it's like these people, like this is really a way to come up. And so I really need our people to understand that people have been doing this for generations. They have set generations up and they were broke their whole lives only to pass and yes. leave something to their kids. And now their kids, that generation has come up, up like, like yes. started from the bottom. Now we hear type come up. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Literally. So anyway, with that, you know, can you, Oh, sorry. I'm going to go back to my question of, um, uh-huh. Uh, it, what what would be some reasons you know that people wouldn't pay out? But I also want to know. Actually, let me get to that one first because you know I'd be sidetracking, girl. So okay, no, I got you. I got you. So the main, a lot of the there's different reasons. So the main reason that the insurance policy wouldn't pay out is that someone committed suicide, uh-huh. and so there's a clause inside of the policy. Most of the ones that I work, I'm a broker by the way, so I have a few different, a lot of different companies I work with, mm-hmm. and so most of the companies that I distribute for. Um, the clause is within two, if within two years. So if someone commits suicide within two years of getting a policy, most likely they'll investigate it and they will not pay it out. They'll just give the premiums back to the person who's paying the policy. Mm. Or whoever the beneficiary is will get all the premiums back, but there's no life insurance in place. Um, another main reason is if someone lied or committed fraud on the application. So say you said, you know, you were a heavy smoker and for some reason when they went back and did the research on your application, they didn't find that out and they paid it out and you ended up passing away from a lung disease. Oh. or Something that shows that you were actually a smoker when you got the application. Now, now if you start smoking afterwards, it don't matter. Right. But if they find out that you were a smoker during the policy process, they will, you know, decline the proceeds to you and only give you pay your family what you paid into the policy. Um, another main factor is like a felony or a fraudulent activity mm. while you passed away. Like if you die from committing a crime, ah. kissing goodbye. Okay. Yeah, kissing goodbye. You want to know some a fun fact? If no one ever remembers. Anything in this conversation, don't remember this, but Bonnie <laughs> and Clyde were the ones that changed that. Interesting. So they paid yes, out their they, life insurance policy. Away. Yes. And their parents, I think around 20000 well, At the time, it was 20000 I want to make sure I'm right. I want to look that up and make sure. Either I'm way, sure that's bank. Number, but... That's bank during that yes. time. Either way. At the time, mm-hmm, American National, one of the companies I work with, they're actually based out of Galveston, but Moody Gardens, that whole family owned American National as well. Mm-hmm. They were the, the company that Bonnie and Claude had their policies through. So they actually paid out their family, but they were they were felons. So they actually changed the clause at that time of that part. And then like old school policies, sometimes, you know, you hear like, oh, my grandma had a policy and when she passed away, nothing paid out. Sometimes people aren't told the right thing. Like the agents aren't, every agent isn't good. Like every mm-hmm. waiter you go to the restaurant is not good. Mm-hmm. And so same thing with agents. You gotta, you gotta shop around and make sure the person you're doing business with is, is a good agent. Sometimes they will set you with a bad policy that, you know, that's what I'm saying. Please look at your policies and make yeah. sure it doesn't last when you're 80. Cause if you pass with 83, you've been putting into a policy for 40 years and there's nothing to show for it. And that's another thing, too. I'm glad you said that, because when my mom passed, we found another insurance policy. And this is the one that um, she had actually already filled out, like everything she wanted for her funeral. Like you want you will give me this casket. Boy, that damn woman there. When I tell you, 
Wow. I'm like, Phyllis K, like, who does this? You know what I'm saying? Like, give me this flower, give me this outfit. I'm like, I'm not doing this with you, woman. Like, even in death, I'm not going to do this that with you. That is hilarious. So, yeah. So, it. as I'm looking, and it wasn't, like, that deep, but it was, like, you know, we want this, um, like, uh, what was it? Like, this kind of casket and things like that. Um, and so, but we were going to it. So we went to like the agent or whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, that policy lapsed. So you also have to be very careful because, um, sometimes you think you have something and it's completely lapsed. And some of y'all know that just with auto insurance, like you miss a payment and then you get into an accident. Some of y'all have learned that the hard way, you know, from experience. Right. So it's the exact same way. Please don't think that it is different with life insurance. I mean, we've got to make sure that even though we bought it, that we are continuing to pay on it that everything, and just like Janae said, you got to keep looking at it, making sure that everything is right and good on it as well. Right. So, I mean, that is, that's a lot of information, Janae. Like, I feel like, Mm -hmm. and uh, shout out to Bunny and Clyde for getting that money and the end, though, that was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you you just kind of want to root that, you know, root, cheer them on for a little, you know what I'm saying? You know what, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of dope, yeah, kind of dope, y'all. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm not going to lie, that was kind of a dope thing, but still. So, um, and I feel like that's kind of the way the system works, period. Like, it always takes one to mess up the whole group, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like that, we, right. we know that from the classroom, right? Kids be like, it wasn't even me that was talking. Like, oh, well, everybody finna sit here right. in silence now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, so, so, true, so true. Okay, so we talked about this, but I just want to make sure that our listeners understood because you mentioned something on your Facebook about insurance, about the life insurance paying out. Can you just speak to that again really quick? Because I want to make sure that yes, I get it. That has been one of the most important things. This is almost, I will say this, this is almost one of the more important, this is probably just as important as the policy paying out if someone passes away. Um, when I got done teaching, I got into the long-term care field for about a year and a half. So I was working as a home care coordinator, I was, you know, sending out, staffing out CNAs to go sit with elderly who, you know, were, you know, not on their deathbed, but they couldn't do at yeah. home like they could. They mm-hmm. needed home. And then I was on cells with a um, long-term care community fellow, so, you know, um, you know, dementia, heart attack, stroke, where you're just not the same as mm-hmm. you were. You, you just need a little bit of assistance. So the system living memory care community. Um, when I was there, I got to see how much living benefits really play a factor into when someone is older, but they're not dying. Okay. They're still living, but they cannot work. Mm-hmm. And so that's something we don't talk about where a lot of people are on government assistance. And I saw it so much. If you go to a nursing home in the most Southern part, like the, one of the worst areas of DFW, you go to mm-hmm. a nursing home, you're going to see mostly minorities there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you go to an assisted living memory care that costs five thousand dollars a month, you're going to see mostly Caucasian there. Okay. And it's because that we just we I didn't know until I worked there. And so how it works is this: you do not have to. Living benefits are attached to many companies. Some companies have not been up to speed with them just yet. Um, but living benefits something where it, it, you have a terminal illness, a critical illness, or a chronic illness. Chronic illness. Those three things will pay out if you are still living. So terminal number one. Something like if you have cancer where you're diagnosed with a terminal illness, where doctor says, hey, you have X amount of months to live, they can actually advance your policy. You're not your premiums you paid in, but the entire death benefit, they can advance it up to 90%, 95% to give you while you're still living. Interesting. You do not have to die. So, so like someone, my, well, my uncle me three on. years ago passed away. I'm telling you, this is something where... 
And we'll talk offline and see what kind of term, because term is also have that as well. So mm-hmm. term policies also are inclusive of living benefits. So even though your policy might expire in 20 years, if you get sick before that year's up, your entire policy could pay out or almost all your policy could pay out while you're living to take care of it before you die and even prevent you from getting to that point. I don't think you understand so how one. my mind is blown right now. I don't like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you can grasp it right now. Cause I'm sitting here like, why do y'all keep putting me on so much game? Like I'm telling you, y'all it's, it's teach me. Whole, that's why I'm like addicted to this industry. Cause we're learning. That's just one, but that's just mm-hmm. terminal. So number two would be critical. Critical is probably one of the most common where you'll see the heart attacks, the stroke, the heart disease, the paralysis, Severe diabetes is included. Yeah. Um, severe arthritis is included. And you so know, all those things are nice. As you get older. A hundred percent, especially the diabetes. It's mm-hmm. the biggest one that I see. Like, I feel like a doctor sometimes when I'm doing applications, I'm like, are you on a Cinepril metformin? Which one is it? Because yep. I know you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're on one of those. Typically, once after 65, most of you know. And so um, that's one where it, may, it depends on the severity of that. So that won't pay out everything, but depending on how severe your illness is, your your, your um, doctor can say, hey, you're, you're chronically ill or critically ill with this. Once you show that doctor's note to the insurance company, they will give you, you know, 30% to 80% to 90% of your policy, depending on how severe that, that sickness is for you. And they base it off of your life expectancy. So if your sickness is, is looking like, you know, it's knocking off years of your life, they will give you more money wow. to make sure you can take care of it before you die. So that's like, it's like a whole different. And the last one is chronic where... This is more so um, Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that. Um, it can give you two to four percent on average. What I've seen, two to four percent, and it pays out monthly. Mm-hmm. So, with terminal and critical, or, or you know, they'll give you lump sum payments. Chronic will give you a monthly payout of two to four percent. So, let me just—if you have a five hundred thousand dollar policy, two to four percent. Do the math. It's ten thousand to twenty thousand a month for up to forty-eight months. Listen, and that's life insurance. Listen. I can, <laughs> Janae. I cannot right now. Like, telling you, y- y'all listen. Y'all finna see me on Facebook talking about get you some life insurance from me. Call me because it just Felicia is your agent. You know Felicia you is your agent. Like, don't call nobody else but me. <laughs> like, they. I think my you. listeners really think I'm playing. Like, I'm really finna start. <laughs> like, because it's. It's just that important. You know what I'm saying? Like, of everything that I've dealt with, I mean, we finna have people on here talking about investments and stocks and, buy, like, all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But sure. the easiest way to leave generational wealth, and I, and again, I don't wanna hold you um, because, I mean, and you've put us on so much, y'all. You've, like, cliffhanged us. Like, that's, this is beautiful. This is this is enough info to get us started, and I hope people blow your phone up. But can we end on this? Because you have hooked us up For with sure. the bootstraps part. Hook us up with the black joy part. Can you tell us the beauty that you've seen from this industry? You can tell us a story. You can tell us whatever you For want, sure. but like, tell us the joy, the black associated with the black joy of this industry. A hundred percent. I mean, not only I'll start with just uh, being able to, well, what we do is so important. I make so many friends in this industry. Like I got like a thousand aunties and uncles now because mm-hmm. they're all my clients, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they trust, they trust me and I, I care about them. So 
it's like an extended family whenever you have a client because they're telling you all their personal information. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I really love about it is whenever someone has dealt with it before, kind of like what you've dealt with your, with your mom, mm-hmm. and you know, and whenever you've dealt with it before, and then you see a solution on the back end, just just seeing the 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 security and people knowing and like that kind of like that that breath of fresh air that really of knowing I will never have to deal with this again. Yep. Because now they know they're they're setting their families up in a way where even when that worst phone call happens, that that's that's like thought of like, oh my God, I don't have money to pay mm-hmm. for it. It's not there anymore. And so just being able to be the person that knows that if they didn't talk to me, they wouldn't know. Yeah. It's so rewarding. I thank God every day for allowing me to walk into an office that I opened up to be able to service people like this every single day. Oh, amen. It's so important for me. It's so important. And, um, and the last part I'll say is this. There are so many African-American, African-American people, Black people working in this industry that did not come from money, that make money monthly that they used to make annually. Wow. Y'all, y'all think I'm putting... I'm going to put in my letter of resignation. Like, I'm going to put... The classroom is about to lose a good-ass teacher right now because Janaida made me a believer. Do y'all hear me? Y'all better buy some policies for me. They have, they, y'all have to tell, y'all have to talk, I'm telling you because that's something where I was, I was able to leave my job doing this business. And um, I remember my, my mom was like, are you leaving teaching? You got benefits? I'm like, mom, I want to have a business where I can just make enough money and not have to worry about benefits. Right. I can just pay for the business. And being able to show my family, hey, look, your, your baby girl, I know your job didn't retire you because my family, again, like we didn't learn about this. Right. Amen. So my mom, my mom is 61, my dad's 69, they're still working and they're not insurable. So mm-hmm. I'm in an industry in mm-hmm. which I can't even insure my parents. Right. They waited too late to get it and their health is out of whack. And so now they see their baby girl say, hey, look, your job won't retire you, but I will. And it's because of this business. Amen. That is like the most rewarding thing for me. Yeah, Amen. for sure. I think the most powerful words, right, um, a black person can say is mama made it. You know what I'm saying? Honey, that's it, yeah. Like... For sure. That's, like, that's what we all, right? Like, I, we want to buy our mama a house. We want to, you know, daddy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. it's just, it's just incredible to be able to say that. Janae, I cannot say thank you enough for spending your time educating us today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I will have to tell Tilly come back. Listen, you please. Because you're going to put us on some more. I'll be like, girl, uh, go to that episode. <laughs> this is part two continuation. Um, but... <laughs> When I say that you are, first of all, y'all, when y'all see her online, she's going to blow your breath away. She's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. I was like, first of all, I don't even want to add her on Facebook because she that pretty. Like, I don't want no friends that pretty. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. But she is just delightful, y'all. So, Janae, tell the folks, like, please tell the folks how to contact you because we got questions. for sure. For sure, for sure. So, I'm... On Instagram and Facebook is my main way I, I usually get contacted. Um, but Instagram is um, G, as in George, underscore trailer, T-R-A-Y-L-O-R. That's my Instagram. And then my name is Janae. So that's on Facebook. Janae with a G. It looks like Jean. Everyone says Jean. <laughs> Janae. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's capital G, of course. You know, black folks, we see that we see that um, that uh, accent mark. And we know it's Janae. So we don't be saying Jean. We <laughs> see the accent mark. <laughs> you know what I call I call it, I call it Beyonce E. That's a Beyonce E. Yeah, okay? that's a Beyonce. You should know that it's Janae. Quit playing with me. That's a Beyonce E. Yes. Janae Taylor is my Facebook name. And then my phone number, um, guys, I text nonstop. I don't I told I told uh Felicia I have to be off training until eleven tonight. So my phone is constantly blowing up, but my number, the best way to reach me or contact me is um, 
via cell is 979 from the country, 3980538. Um, Represent Belleville, Texas. I probably won't ever change my number. Um, but yeah, that is, um, that, that's how we got linked up from a DJ, you know, and so from the country, from the country. But thank you, Felicia, for having me. I appreciate it. Can you give us that phone number one more time? Yes, ma'am. 979-398-0538. Thank you so much. Um, again, you have listened to another episode of Black Joy and Bootstraps. I'm your host, Felicia Jimenez. Y'all already know what time it is. Each one, teach one. So each one of you that listen today, I need you to go and teach one. I need you to bring this information to our community. I need you to look at your mama and your daddy and your cousin and your auntie and your sister and your brothers and say, yo, y'all got life insurance though? Like what? Like y'all got it? Because we need to be in there. Um, please follow me, Instagram, Facebook, Black Joy and Bootstraps. You can follow me on Twitter at Black BLK Joy and Boots. Again, that's Twitter. Y'all know I'll be having the short and stuff. So, Black BLK Joy and Boots. Uh, thank y'all so much. And again, each one, teach one. <laughs>